back in the 90s. Everything was better and somehow worse all at once. It was a time of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of Saturday morning cartoons. by day, homework by night. We were betrayed by the boomers we had sworn to protect. Frozen in student loan debt for a thousand years. Now on the internet, the shows of old return, and we live again. We are defenders of what came before. We are Nostalgia Plus. Hello and welcome to another episode of Nostalgia Plus, where we talk about old things that are new again, thanks to the internet. As always, I'm your host, Dan Evanson. I'm pretty nice. Thanks for enjoying my company. <laughs> eh, you're all right. <laughs> I'm here with uh, my fellow fictional characters, uh, Katie Willis. That's me. You got a last name. No. I want to start using it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, Peter Schaefer. Hello. And, uh, of course, Rapscallion of the group, Rachel. Hello. So uh, this week we're we're fresh off our review of James of the Giant Peach, yeah. uh, a uh, bonkers yeah. movie uh, that uh, apparently drove uh, our, our friend uh, and fellow podcaster, Nick Evangelista, totally insane. He needed to take a, a week off. So it's just the four of us, you guys. And we're back to Gargoyles starting season two uh, with a big bang. Are you guys ready for Gargoyles season two? I'm oh, yeah. Head. I'm wearing a seatbelt. It had a cool new intro. <laughs> it did sure you all cool have seats, intro. but don't worry. You'll only need the edge. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so oh, the first man. episode, <laughs> Dan was recently fired from his job announcing at the monster truck rallies. That's right. I'll I'll never forgive those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so you started a podcast to get back at them. That's right. They'll rue right. the, the day. <laughs> the richest revenge of all: podcasting. <laughs> Just make it so, instead of a instead of a tell-all book, a tell-all podcast. That's right. Yeah. I know all the secrets of announcing at a truck rally. <laughs> Unrelated to any of that is the first episode of season two of Gargoyles, Leader of the Pack. Uh, this episode starts us off with a, uh, a prison break. It quickly leads to all fun new uh, exosuits with uh, a character named Coyote, who is elected the new leader of the pack. Xanatos. That's right. Who we all know who Xanatos. Well, they don't disguise his voice, and very quickly he removes his helmet, exposing him to be Xanatos. Fox, uh, the former leader of the pack, stays in prison. Uh, and of course, Xanatos and the pack do the rational thing. Once they've escaped from prison, they go hunting gargoyles, uh, quickly find them, battles ensue, and of course, the pack is defeated. And we get to our first uh, instance, uh, 
of body horror in <laughs> the episodes, <laughs> where Xanatos is revealed to be a crazy robot. That's uh, right. They, they, they rip just his, start blowing holes in him. <laughs> they rip his face off and knock his yeah. head off, and we see his his half Xanatos and half robot face. So when I was right, I was writing about Coyote, and as soon as I write, was writing, and is, uh, Coyote is a uh, Coyote be sassy and probably Xanatos. <laughs> uh, he was revealed to, real, revealed to be Xanatos. <laughs> Coyote be sassy and probably Xanatos. Yep, no, I think that's that's just, that's one for the ages right there. Um, I wrote down what a shock. You know, you know, sarcasm with in parentheses Xanatos reveal he has a penchant for battle armor. And then later I wrote actual shock Robo Xanatos. <laughs> yeah, that surprised me too. Although it's yeah. funny, I didn't write down anything about Xanatos because it all seemed so obvious. <laughs> Yeah. No, I did write down a robot. <laughs> <laughs> and I also, I love that apparently Xanatos planned for the robot to get destroyed and lose its head because the head had a rocket built into it. <laughs> and that, it's you know, a Xanatos plan. Head. Right, right? Because then it's like, oh no, you've, you know, you've unheaded my robot. The head will escape. You gotta protect all that precious data that's obviously in the head. Well, where else would you keep data in your foot? No, in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Got that secondary hind brain. <laughs> in the hind. Yeah. Um, I, I liked. I liked. So I liked that the the second season now has a new intro. Uh, where they they actually, I mean, now that they've spent the first season effectively setting up the the day-to-day premise of the show that they protect manhattan uh now the intro tells you about it i see uh, dingo gets more lines because i remember noting way back when we first met him that dingo got one line and then disappeared i forgot yeah he was kind of he was kind of hard to understand could pronounce guards like gads and i'm like gads oh e gads something has gone awry (laughs) immediately i forgot dingo existed well, he's supposed to be like uh, Australian, I guess. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's reasonable. He's Australian. He got one line in the first pack episode. Then they got arrested, but he didn't. And and the other ones, he just disappeared. It was the only, it was Jackal and Hyena who came back for a, for an encore. Um, but I guess Xanatos kept him out of his plans so that Dingo could help rescue uh the rest of the pack. So, um, you know how in the first, the very first episode uh, of the season, you can see the gargoyles shedding off their skin, their stone skin, and it falling to the ground. Yes, mm-hmm. that would freaking hurt. <laughs> well, it's is it the yeah? So the next the 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 next episode uh, starts, you know, shows them waking up and you know cracking out of the stone. And it shows people down below on the street, um, like getting surprised by a shower of pebbles from above. And I'm watching that and thinking, "Oh my gosh, does that happen every morning?" Yeah. Like, well, people, every people are going to be investigating, or like they 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 know by now not to walk to work along this road <laughs> because they're like bigger than pebbles. Some of them are really bigger than pebbles, right? Falling, <laughs> falling from a skyscraper. That would kill somebody. Well, I mean, at least they're not at the top of a skyscraper anymore, right? They're on a 
clock tower above the police station, I think. That's still pretty yeah. high up. It's not like low, but it's not it's not, you know, 40 stories up at least. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's unclear how tall the building they are in is. Yeah. Certainly not as tall as Xanatos' skyscraper, but still pretty right. up there, yeah. And you have to wonder if there's just like you know, are stalag stalactites, stalagmites forming at the base of this building because <laughs> of all the <laughs> gargoyle shedding that's uh-huh. going on? Um, it's a mystery. Do we like about this? I liked that Lexington was angry, right? Oh, he, he was so hardcore. Betrayed. Yeah, like you know, because yeah. he was the one that trusted the pack the first time and was betrayed. So I just thought that was really in character and and well remembered i liked that he was uh angry and hot-headed and 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 you know uh, speaking of another mystery we'll probably never find out how did bronx get down for the building when lexidan falls uh flies away in a hub um, you know he's a very stealthy dog uh <laughs> they're all type of scott skyscraper uh, several instances they carry him um i think in this episode yeah. They do at the end when the ship is sinking, he's howling and and trying to get off and Goliath comes back and, and picks him up. But uh both Lexington and Brooklyn had to carry him to get the him there, and then uh, Lexington just like flies away at a huff and then he just leaves Brooklyn there. <sighs> Could be he's just running around New York. People are like, Look at that dog, he's crazy, well, crazy New York. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> it must be a stunt for uh from Ghostbusters. Well, my thing is, he's on a skyscraper. He has to get down from the skyscraper. <laughs> he has leaping abilities. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, I don't know. The magic <laughs> of television. Uh, I don't know. I just was like, wait, what? You? I don't know. I have found another nitpick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fair. So this episode wraps up with uh, the reveal that uh, Xanatos... Uh, is it romantic? Yeah, he's yeah. he's in love with Fox, and the whole thing—the jailbreak, the attack on the gargoyles, the putting the pack uh, back in it—was just to create a situation where Fox could uh, essentially get an early parole for saving the guard from the other members of the pack and uh, serving right. out the remainder of her sentence. You know, like exceptional good behavior for refusing to be uh, released. Yeah. yeah. And he's I, like, hey, honey, I'm so glad you're free. By the way, I have my own head in a paper bag here. <laughs> Isn't that but you know, they're, they are weirdly cute together, though. Right? No, it was very sweet. <laughs> Although you have to wonder if, if Xanatos is manipulating her in some, re- in some way. Probably, totally but let's is. just leave it for later. Let's enjoy the cuteness of it now. Question. Okay. Does Fox have an eye tattoo of a fox? Yeah, it's, it looks like the pack symbol is like permanently on her face yeah I, like it clearly the the prison wasn't supplying her with a regular amount of eye makeup so i can only imagine it's a it's a tattoo that would hurt <laughs> lots of tattoos would hurt but people still do them okay and probably hurt your chances to get an early parole if you're like hey by the way i have a face tattoo <laughs> well i mean she had it when she went in she can say look i've been rehabilitated well, also, it's part of her, like, her TV persona, isn't it? But 
but yeah. It must have yeah, been. I suppose so, yeah. Uh, that's for hardcore to get a tattoo of your TV, TV persona on your face. <laughs> it's she is she is clearly a, a woman of mysterious depths. By the way, so during the fight scene, I kind of just wanted to stab somebody. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean they uh they really um kind of played up how murderous some of the pack are, specifically uh Jacqueline Hyena. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they 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 seem to be the more violent, uncontrollable ones. Yeah, I mean, um, Dingo seems like he's in it for the money. Wolf seems like he's in it for, for or pride some, or something. Yeah, right. And oh. and Jacqueline Hyena seemed to be in it for the chaos. Yeah. yeah. I was just trying to think of a reason that he was holding back, because I know why the TV reason why he was a hero, and hero can't just go around murdering people in the 1990s. No. You but I kind of... Yeah, but now, the now they're straight-up mercenaries, so... Yeah, it's just the plot holding him back, I assume. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was talking about uh, Hudson, because he has a sword, and when he was fighting people on the ship. Yeah, the most he did was cut uh, somebody's claws off. Yeah, I was like, can you just stab them, please? <laughs> it's self-defense. Come on. Well, he's been... I assume he has killed people when he was fighting the Vikings in the Scot- in Scotland. One must presume, but at the same time, it remains a children's cartoon. So the next episode is uh, Metamorphosis. Uh, this one, uh, we're, we're back with our, our old pal Derek, uh, the, Derek the brother of uh, Detective Maza, right? And he's helping uh, Xanatos as uh, his pilot and um, uh, bodyguard, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's what he's billed as, but it doesn't seem like he's doing much guarding. Yeah, I mean the opening episode. of this episode, he's he's like just flying a glider plane for for funsies. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was at an aerial competition or something. Uh, I mean, if so, we never saw like anyone else flying a glider, but uh, he's <laughs> in like an airfield. Yeah, and there's a hot dog vendor there. Yeah. <laughs> who who says <laughs> like he says exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> because because uh, Detective Maza, you know, tells him the old the really old joke about the Zen master ordering a hot dog. And and he responds with, you know, yep, I've heard that one before. And I and I'm like, yes, hot dog, man, I'm with you. Me, too. I just that I was he, thinking it. Peter, but he, so the Zen master orders a hot dog, make him one with everything. Because he's a Zen master, as you say. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I deliberately <laughs> okay. didn't say the joke again. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Get it? Because uh, so... make him one with everything. <laughs> oh wait, now I get it. You're right. Joke. It's funny when Katie says it. <laughs> you have kids. You're supposed to like that joke, you know. <laughs> I've never heard that joke before. I didn't get it when it was said. Oh, no. I I've never heard it, but I I did give it a little chuckle when I heard it the first time <laughs> and the second time when Dan said it, and obviously when I said it too, because oh, so much funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's funnier when Katie says it. <laughs> so I would like to point out my first note for this episode is creepy old white man. <laughs> yeah, 
It does. Yeah. Creepy old white man is an important role in this episode. Yeah. My, yeah, Im- we're- I wrote sorry, go ahead. immediate. Oh, sorry. I wrote immediate thought prostitution. Secondary thought. This typically isn't how secretarial job offers go. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so this- Dan, would you like to expand on that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never been hired for any job ever in the back alley next to some winos, but like <laughs> burning paper in a trash can while hungry and, job and homeless. It may be that I've been using LinkedIn very wrong uh, all this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's supposed to be tying notes to chain link fences. Generally, the the gen- the generous inverted commas old uh, old white man is not trying to uh, offer you a job. Yeah, it's true. I'm not, I'm not often the target of nefarious scientists. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, you're right, Dan. I'm sorry. I'll send you more nefarious scientists. Sweet. Am I? So you're sending me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you are in the field, uh, the same field, possibly as the nefarious oh, doctor Severius. No. <laughs> no. Yes, I actually have a note for that. It says, Rachel, confirm biospeak? Also, <laughs> can I get chloroplasts? No. That's not <laughs> how science works, for one. <laughs> <laughs> that was mostly just science mumbo-jumbo. Mm-hmm. To confuse. Oh, what a shame. Mutagenic. I'm so disappointed now. I mean, you mean you can combine genetics? It's hard, and you have to do it at like the cellular level, at like not fully grown on o- organisms. What you mean? You can't just shoot a dart at somebody and turn but them into a cat bear eel? <laughs> <laughs> bat eel? Didn't bat you hear me? Oh, I bat. said mutagenics. <laughs> that solves all the things. Oh my I will goodness. say. I got my undergraduate degree in biology. I'm getting my graduate uh, degree in psychology. <laughs> well, you're going to be able to understand the psychology of people turning into cat, bat, eels. Cabats. I don't C- do that type eels. of psychology. <laughs> I mean, not it's yet. It's not too late to change. <laughs> I'm in human factors, which is very different than mo- what you think of regular psychology. Maybe that, maybe that will come more into play in the next episode. But so well, this yeah, one, that's right. what is it? Um, the bad scientist is mutating people into things that are kind of like gargoyles. Yeah. But yeah. Why? So, and Xanatos once again involved has has been employing this doctor. Yes. Oh, guys! And, I had Derek re- go to confront him. I had a really bad thought. Uh oh. <laughs> he is making his furry OCs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, this. The show Gargoyles is very furry friendly, and this is only the <laughs> the tip of the iceberg we've reached in season two. Oh my gosh! Wait, what if what if he's perfecting this so he can turn his girlfriend Fox into a fox lady like she's always wanted to be? He's doing it uh, all for her, guys. It's out of love. Now it's, confirmed now or it's denied romantic that that again. is what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do. So yeah. The uh, the evil scientist here, he kind of goes in and uh, tells Xanatos the quiet part loud and uh, admits immediately to all his uh, horrible crimes against humanity. Yep. Uh, and then yep. uh, when the struggle ensues, Derek is shot with mutagens. Mutagenic hey. stuff. Totally on accident. On purpose. 
Yeah, there's a lot of knowing <laughs> smirks by Xanatos through this whole episode uh, right. as uh, Derek changes and uh, uh, the gargoyles get involved because they think that the mutants that have been created are possibly gargoyles. They try to save one. It doesn't go well. She doesn't want to be saved. Uh, she's she's freaked out by gargoyles, even though she is like herself no longer gargoyle-ish. Admittedly, she doesn't know anything. She's kind of in a cage. (laughs) Yeah, she's had a rough time since her job interview at the beginning of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) I do have to say that it was weirdly nice having the female representation in Bad Guy Goons. Yeah, Hmm. that's right. And uh, continues uh, on later in the series. uh, A lot of of female henchmen. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I remember one in the episodes that we're doing another time. There is a distinctive female one. Yeah, in the uh, uh, Macbeth episode. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, weird, weird hairstyles, but uh, yeah, all of them. So, uh, so there's multiple mutants here, not just the uh, nice one whose name I forget. Do you any guys? Maggie. Remember? Oh yeah, Maggie. Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she had so, a name. Yeah, Brooklyn immediately uh, like tries to marry her. Uh, <laughs> that was kind of weird. Not, not having it. Yeah. yeah I mean, we can't all have an Elisa Maza, okay? <laughs> no, we can't. But sometimes you can have uh, your own cat, cat, bat, <laughs> cat your own cabat, eel girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. It's very. I was immediately freaked out by like uh, the fact that he'd very clearly segregated the male mutants from the one female mutant. Just the presence of that wall was like, okay, why did he need to do that? What was going on? I don't know. Maybe that's because I'm a weirdo. (laughs) It's a very small cage. Like they're basically in like, like, storefront windows like front windows that they're being well, maybe, stored maybe in. they weren't kept there the whole time maybe they were just there for display so he could present them to xanatos like right to make an entrance I look guess. what i have made you just very upfront with all his crimes yeah what was what was his name Zavarius? what was his accent supposed to be uh Evil side. His accent was supposed to be Tim Curry because I think that's who the voice actor is. What? <laughs> no. I'm pretty no. sure. I, I, let me look it that up, but Tim I'm pretty Curry? sure. That could. That did not sound like Tim Curry. Yes. Dr. Anton Severius, voiced by Tim Curry. What? What? No. Rachel, I'm kind of surprised you know who Tim Curry is. Uh, he was the narrator for Sabriel. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yes, Amazing that's actor. where everyone knows him from. That's who I know him from. And I was like, oh, this is a famous person. I shall look him up. <laughs> everyone, Most of the time you don't have to, to look up famous people. Everyone should be forced to watch the movie Legend, uh, where he is a giant devil. Uh, because it's incredible. <laughs> oh, but but he's, he's best known for his role as the, the head wizard in The Worst Witch. <laughs> he's definitely not no, no, he's not remotely known for that, but he is in it, and his scene is hilarious. <laughs> like, lo- look up on YouTube, Tim Curry, the Grand Wizard, or the Worst Witch, or something, and it is just like, oh my god. 
That's all. Is that the one with the where there's like a rap in the middle? Oh no, that's Teen Witch. I'm thinking of Teen Witch. Uh, no, but no, but the scene that I'm thinking of that you can find on YouTube, like he has a song about oh, no. like how Halloween is great for witches and wizards, and uh, boy, do you need to see that and <laughs> know how bad it is? You just need. Maybe I'll, I'll find the audio and stick it on the end of the episode. Maybe so, you should. I would like to read uh, my note for this episode that I. That By I all guess. means. Lol, Xantos, uh, <laughs> uh, prison inverted commas. <laughs> Lol, Xantos. Yeah, yeah. The prison that Xantos went to did not seem like uh, the the real mean kind of prison because I think he had like a sofa in his jail cell and right. a computer. He had a computer. Right, and, yeah. and it came, it comes up because he's he's pretending to threaten Severius with publicity, even though that would bring him down too. I've been in prison, Severius. I know what it's like. Have you? Um, all part of his play acting. This, um, speaking, Katie, you're talking about weird science mumbo jumbo. I will say that centrifuge they show is very strange. It's not really a centrifuge. <laughs> No, that's a weird looking centrifuge. I was like, that go that's gone really slow. <laughs> being a centrifuge. <laughs> um, they did keep like pointing to it like, we've got to do science to save Derek. And then you'd they cut down to the thing and it would spin for a little bit. And they were like, Well, I guess we're doing it. <laughs> that's right. We're doing the science. The purpose of a centrifuge is separation. <laughs> well, that's what they were trying to do, to separate Derek from the bat bear pig cat who knows what they're trying to do because they I were was... never trying to make a uh what's the thing word antidote thank you yeah an antidote. would that really be an antidote then is that the right word cure a, a cure yeah i don't know well it is antidote because he got shot with something he was so, okay yeah something was introduced into him and they're trying to reverse that or counter it or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. I was, will say, I'm getting very annoyed on how perfect Xanatos is at this point because I just want him to fail at something. <laughs> I don't know if he does. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, once again, this episode wraps up with uh, Xanatos seeming to have planned everything all along, even his failure. Uh, so we sort of reveal that the point of Xanatos going to Zavarius's office was to infect Derek and sort of like let loose these monsters for whatever reason. And uh, right. in the final fight, we also see that the 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 mutants have the capability not just to absorb electrical energy, but like shoot it out of their hands like lightning bolts. Uh, and they kind of give the gargoyles a run for their money, which is possibly the point of these things that they were not made uh, as a, as a, as a uh, replacement for the gargoyles, but to fight the gargoyles. Oh, sure. Why not? We also forgot to merit mention that Derek turns into Tala and he's now evil after shocking the crap out of his sister. Well, I don't think he's necessarily evil. I think he shocks her accidentally and he's ashamed and he runs away. Yeah. I did. Th I thought it was, he was really quick to say, no, call me. Talon. Yeah, he picks a code name shape, Clearly, you need a new name, I guess. Um, well, he but, didn't. Uh, 
he didn't he called himself Talon because he saw Detective Mazza there. And he oh, didn't wanna... that's he right. Didn't... You're right. Yeah, yeah it seems sense. like they don't tell like Mazza doesn't realize that it's Derek uh, at, at first. Yeah. yeah. But she does figure it out. And I thought they were brave with this episode because their very last shot, they ended just on Detective Mazza like crying, you yeah. know, a, a mourning, not yeah, mourning like what's happened to her brother. Um, and that's I just I thought that was kind of brave of a kids cartoon to to just say well we lost and and our characters are crying yeah, yeah i got yeah. a note that says don't cry into hair it will get messy and sticky <laughs> no. well, was she like, was like <laughs> she was on like a a, a hay bale a or straw something. mat or something yeah that's itchy that'd be itchy <laughs> yeah and then she like does this whole hair flip and like you know, so there's no tears showing. There's no you know hair sticking to her face. Obviously fake. Come on. I was kind of was like, can one of the gargoyles just give her a hug? Nope. Can't get those no. human cooties. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Let's get Goliath on that. He 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 doesn't mind wrapping her in his arms. Mm. It can't happen enough. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> I have thoughts about that relationship in a future episode. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, so <laughs> let's cut to our our third episode, the last episode for this one. Ice uh, cream. Legion. Right. And the return of uh, the return of Stone Cold. Cold Stone. Cold Stone. Cold Stone. God damn it, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, someone's so... gotta buy me ice cream now. I need it. I'm on. You're in Minnesota. <laughs> it's always season for ice cream. It's winter-ish. I worked winter-ish. at a Dairy Queen. I'm a professional at eating ice cream. Yeah, that's just winter just means the Oberweiss has discounts. Uh, winter just means so, you follow the ice cream with hot cocoa. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so this so, episode we see uh, Coldstone. It seems like at least the computer that runs his crazy cyborg body is still alive and it manages to repair him somewhat. And then he decides to go to assault the government and steal a bunch of military secrets. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, when he does so, uh, interfacing with the military computer freaks him out. And we get his internal mindscape. And it seems like there are multiple gargoyles within his mind and they are warring against each other. Uh, the, uh, the police send in a robot, a tiny little scooter robot, which uh, they're really getting screwed by Xanatos, who's got straight up human robots <laughs> walking around. I mean, uh, that's that robot's pretty similar to the robots we have today with like, Ta- um, some of the IED robots. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it was advanced for 1994. <laughs> I guess the so. interface, the teller operation uh, interface was totally not. <laughs> oh. Well, then never mind. Yeah, I don't think we have the... I mean, I guess we have... The, it look, Actually, it looks pretty similar to, like, the, the uh, drone Control. racing VR goggles, if you guys have ever seen those. No. Yeah. The well, I was talking about the end when you're looking through, everything is red. It's like Virtual Boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's not oh, man, good. 
the virtual boy. No. <laughs> I remember getting headaches as a kid from virtual boy screens. It's because you you have no texture. You only have lines. Yeah. It was a not a good product. Yeah. No. This That's is what I mean. Actually... out there screwing over the public, you know, good. Give this us is the actually... real robot, Xanatos. Yeah, Xanatos. What do you have to hide? Oh, wait. Well, the robots. Yeah, everything, really actually. One. And magic and gargoyles and... Yeah. Yeah. No, he has a lot to hide. Yeah. Uh, but anyway... So we find so, out that, yeah. uh, you know, the, the gargoyle inside of uh, Coldstone is not a single gargoyle that when Xanatos and Demona put them together, they used... And we continue our body horror uh, for the third time, third third episode. <laughs> He's made up of like a Frankenstein patchwork of at least two other gargoyles, and yep. the magic that animates them has awakened their minds in him, inside him as well. And they're causing them to like freak out and attack people because one of the personalities is some sort of evil gargoyle, and the other one is like his uh, girlfriend from a thousand years ago. Uh, yeah, so a, a second female gargoyle for us to see. For uh, like who, two seconds. Her character who is also who also like has jewelry. Yeah. yeah. I but like she her has horns. Like four wings. Yeah, I liked something. her horns too. Did she have four wings? I did not notice. She did have I four think, wings. Yeah, or like there was some kind of like strange fold in the middle of her wings. Huh. A little unclear, but I really, you know, her her design is like pretty awesome. There's clearly some variation in gargoyles. I mean, because we have Lexington. Yeah. Well, that also could be age. Could oh, be. Yeah, maybe. You think like when it was, oh, oh, I see. So like Lexington, when he gets older, might grow, grow an extra set of <laughs> appendages out of his shoulders or like the ones he has in the middle will like shift up. Or yeah. something, right? The, but the wings might might separate from his back and become more distinct wings. Um, Interesting. I, I think that's weird. One, but one yeah. thing we we forgot to note from the previous episode was the doctor was theorizing about where gargoyles get all of their energy. And their he, plants. He said, <laughs> but yeah, he said he theorized that they store up solar energy during the day, and they can use that for their tremendous uh energy expenditure during the night yeah the strength to fly being the 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 largest the key one right because because they're his human animal hybrids had to eat a whole bunch uh in order to to get enough get a weird metric like five cows yeah three cows a day yeah there's not very many cows in new york that's true I'm sure in New York State there's a lot of cows. Yeah. But they're on the island. That yes. They're not there aren't many cows in Manhattan. We can all agree on that. They're being he's being employed by Xanatos. Xanatos so he gets has, as many cows as he wants? Xanatos has stupid money. He does. <laughs> so he so yeah, he has cows in Manhattan money. Yeah. Okay. Uh if he has castle on top of skyscraper money, he has cows in Manhattan money. I believe you. I'm just, I'm just like following the conclusion, right? Okay, well, then I guess he has cows. Um, <laughs> he probably has a farm on a different skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> that, he, that he imported from, from New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this episode, uh, 
uh, has its final showdown. Uh, once again, they head out towards the Statue of Liberty, but uh, they bypass it and head to Ellis Island, uh, where uh, eventually uh, Coldstone kind of shuts down and uh, the gargoyles manage to hook him up to the VR interface from the cops. Uh, little robot guy that they stole right i suppose they don't they don't actually show they they got it like they they imply that uh, detective maza slipped it to them yeah Uh, right yeah because um lexus didn't want to look at it well yeah i mean he he wanted to like listen in on the experiment or on the the trial run or whatever but but then he i think he, he got her to hand it to him once they needed it for cold stone I will say I like the premise to this episode a lot, but I felt like the execution was very choppy and or needed to be longer or better explained at points. Because uh, it's like, okay, this is interesting going into somebody's mind, but it was like, we're here. Uh, oh, there's a Xanatos virus. Well, I guess we got to leave again. Yeah, well, I thought that was weird. Like the, the, the programming inside of Cold Stone was really sophisticated. Like enough to manifest in the VR mind slash soulscape that Goliath hacked in, or jacked into. Um, well, it's kind of unclear how much of that is technology and how much is magic. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, All that matters is that it's Xanatos again behind this. <laughs> yes, and of course, in the end, Xanatos wins because the. The VR set somehow downloaded the military computer virus that was destroying Coldstone, and Xanatos got it in the end. He gets something out of it, regardless of what happens. That he always he always escape. gets something. So yeah, inside Coldstone, uh, Goliath goes inside, and we see that there's like uh, three gargoyles in him. Uh, Coldstone, or at least the the visual. That we usually associate with Coldstone, uh, a female gargoyle who was memories of loving, yeah, and then a Iago-like character <laughs> uh, who was uh, trying to convince him that Goliath was the enemy and was going to steal his love away. Oh, he's going to steal your girl! And then the evil gargoyle and the Xanatos program like merge and become a giant weird gargoyle. Coldstone thing and makes and perfect sense. And then it's devoured by the virus that's trying to kill everyone. And then Goliath, yeah, has to leave. So I kind of agree well, with Rachel. This seems like it did a lot more setting up uh, for future things than really like telling a sort of like complete composite story, I suppose. Well, don't forget that Yago like tried to get the girl for himself after trying to get. Coldstone and Goliath pitted against each other over her. I hate oh, yeah. that. It, it was just unnecessary. It's just like, oh, here, everyone fight over the girl. It is. It is really a, a coincidence, an unfortunate and perhaps coincidence that Coldstone was reassembled from himself, his girlfriend, and his rival. Yeah. Well, maybe they hung out together uh, mm. near each other when the Vikings smashed him. All to pieces. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah maybe. I, and the girlfriend makes sense, but I don't know why the rival would be there. Maybe to be watching. What he a creep! Watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've also got uh, written here. Um, confirmed. Gargoyles engage in incest? Question mark. 
Because they call her like sister and brother, and then like, oh my love, and it's like, oh, um, genetics are a thing. How are we doing this? Well, are they for gargoyles? Hmm. Yeah, it's magic. We don't know if they actually do the do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're like like we've said in previous episodes, they're fungal, and they just mix their spores together. (laughs) That's right. Oh, that's right. I forgot. (laughs) And somehow produce eggs. Yes, that's right. Those are just the spores, aren't they? Spore yeah, sacks. each gargoyle produces their own individual egg. They're, they're actually asexual. Okay, okay. Yeah. <sighs> These are the, the important things that we talk about. This and it's really <laughs> seems to be what we come back to over and over. Like, I have a note for, a, for an upcoming episode that will you know, call into question, again, like how, how they turn to stone or don't. Um, Does it so, involve a canister? It involves either? a canister. Okay. Yes! I, I've prepared, I also have prepared notes to talk about that. So, for I this also, episode, I have a different note, kind of like that, involving sleep. <laughs> huh. Well, these are all highlights for future episodes of Nostalgia Plus. Uh, how did you guys feel about these three episodes? Uh, I, you know, they, there is there are like body horror. I was being mostly serious about the body horror stuff. Like it's it's pretty prevalent throughout the whole series uh, that that people are going to be modifying themselves and other people and genetics and cybernetics and magical augmentation are all part of the show. Uh, uh, I, I don't I grew know. Up on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so this is all fine and dandy. Yeah, yeah. me too. I- it was pretty enjoyable for me. I was getting progressively more annoyed with Xanatos' perfection. <laughs> I'm just going to take well, a guess. Strap, strap yourself cool. in. Because <laughs> there's a lot of it. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm in like, I like flaws and characters. <laughs> How about villains? Yeah, I like flaws and villains. Oh, I like... well, well, never mind then. Too bad. Well, <laughs> I like to see a villain brought down a peg every once in a while. What more could you want? He was in prison already. Gosh. That was <laughs> super hard for him. It doesn't count when he wants to be in prison. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I could I could talk a little bit about that, but I feel like it's probably bordering on some spoilers, so we'll, we'll get there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we could we'll, we'll talk about it eventually. I don't I don't know how you guys will feel at the end of season 2 uh about Xanatos. We'll see. I think you that's mean something 49 episodes from now. Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> when, are, when are we ending? When are we ending season two? Is it like December? Uh, let's see. The current schedule, assuming we don't uh splice some more non-gargoyle material in there, has us wrapping up. Uh oh, wow, yeah. Uh, the <laughs> end of this twenty-two. <laughs> no, uh, the end of the series is basically um uh March thirteenth. I know the end is twenty-one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know the end of the series, but what about the end of season two? Oh, sorry. Season two. Uh, let's see. It's Don't 15, actually. It just add uh, 13 to 52. I think. So 65? Is that right? Yeah. Because we uh, finished. Yeah, so December. Yeah. I was correct. <laughs> Well done. I think that's right. We're very proud of you, Rachel. Yeah, I'm impressed. Uh, but I think we will probably put in some other uh, couple movies here and there. 
We do. I already have some stuff um, coming up. So uh, we've talked about uh, other things that are coming up. Uh, Pete's Dragon will be the next yes. movie that we watch. Yes. Yeah. I know we were th- throwing something in for special for Halloween. A Halloween Town. Uh, Rachel's recommendation, I think. Yay. That's going to be there. Uh, I've got the Muppet Christmas Carol uh, f- scheduled for some Christmas stuff. Awesome. I'm, being, I'm being forced to watch Star Wars. <laughs> yes, that that will be at the end of Gargoyles. So when we finish uh, season three of Gargoyles, we'll celebrate by forcing uh, Rachel to watch uh, The Empire Strike Back because somehow she has never done that. And we will I've, watched, I've watched all around it. Never that one. <laughs> yeah. Other stuff we've got uh, coming up is maybe some episodes of The X-Files. And uh, I would like us to watch Spirited Away, which is one of my favorite movies. Although I'm not sure where, where, because I don't think that's on Disney Plus. We'll have to find. No, no. I'm pretty sure it's on Crunchyroll. Oh, really? Probably. Well, we'll have to figure (laughs) that out. We're not Nostalgia Roll. We're Nostalgia Plus. (laughs) So, excuse me. Hey, Uh, it's a streaming service. (laughs) You're a streaming service. Am I? Am I I real? Wait, I don't know. Are you? I've know. been paying Rachel eight ninety nine a month for forever. <laughs> <right? laughs> All right. Well, thanks uh, for joining us uh, once again. Uh, please uh, like and subscribe our uh, podcast and uh, rate and review us on Apple uh, 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 Podcasts uh, if you can. We appreciate those five star reviews. Uh, check us all out. Uh, the whole cast plus Nick on the Fantasy Book of the Month podcast. We just recently recorded. Uh, the march episode which is animal companions uh so uh it was a good good talk about fun fun dogs i'm realizing right now as we're talking i never actually talked about the animal companion in my book review so (laughs) (laughs) whoops yeah i may have to uh record a separate section where i just Uh, talked i mean you didn't like the book anyway who cares the only good part of the book was the animal companion so we never actually got to that part i was so caught up in hating the character via the via you i forgot what the theme was yeah that's that's okay me too (laughs) so uh join us uh in two weeks for some more gargoyles uh i've been uh dan evans your host you can find my stuff at DanielLevinson.com. I'm also at SinisterInfant on Twitter. I've been joined by Katie Willis. That, that's me. Uh, you can find me at ShimmyBook on Twitter. And Peter Schaefer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm at Shoeless Pete or uh, ShoelessPeteGames.com or PAShaefer.com. And Rachel. Uh, you can find me at Twitter or Instagram at ArgentRave. And this has been Soldier Plus. Thanks for listening.
Your dentist could turn into a queen. Has anybody seen? 